This episode is brought to you by Point Plus Fitness Fit Camp. It's time to get your body right for cuffing season. If your body looks like you spent all summer hanging out at barbecues and drinking Mai Tais on the beach, then come join personal trainer Ashley Jeffers for a high-intensity interval training workout. Fit Camp is held in Freedom Park Saturday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. through October 22nd. Point Plus Fitness is offering our listeners a bring a friend free pass. So call your brunch bestie, yeah, that same one you've been partying with all summer, and register at pointplusfitcamp.eventbrite.com and use code DTWMFIT for a bring a friend free pass. Now let's get started with the show. Drink till we're married. Cheers. Real conversation. No, because when I get to that point where I'm done, I'm done. Goodbye. And you got blasted on Facebook for being broke. I would have blasted you. <laughs> you missed it. Here go, here go the passcode to my savings account. The one that ain't got but like $200 yet. <laughs> hey guys, we're back for another episode of Drink Till We're Married. Key Goddess is here. Hey, Cutie is here. And it is Christopher Wallace Day. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only Wallace, wait, no, wait, wait. The only Christopher we recognize is Wallace. Wallace, Wallace, yes, Wallace. Yes, Wallace. Yes. You know what? <laughs> I caught you off guard with yes, that one. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, in our hood, it's Christopher Columbus Day. Listen. And y'all know we don't celebrate that fool, that thief. You know, but what we do do is gladly take that damn and take that good day off. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right? Absolutely. And I was like, I need that day off. Please I and do. thank you. Yes, thank, thank you. <laughs> Should get a day off for all that my people have gone through. Okay. Well, can I get the week? No. Okay. <sighs> can we get a week though? Like we already can't get reparations. Can we at least get a week? <laughs> right. Free vacation for all the black folks, all the minorities. Even if you don't have a job, I feel like you should get like a paid week (laughs) to do what you want. Like you just get a check in the mail. You like, this is for a week's worth of work. Yeah. And you just do what you want with it. Anyway. So what are we drinking? What's our drink of the week? The drink this week is a bourbon squash and it's maker's mark with orange juice and lime juice and simple syrup. So I pour that in a glass, I add some ice, and voila, garnish with a lime. And it's good. Why do you think they call it the squash? Squash? I don't know. Because the orange juice is orange? I was wondering, yeah, like the orange juice and lime juice, but it didn't change its colors much. I mean, the bourbon, you know, it was very orange. I think we should rename it. We can call it whatever you like. I don't have a name for it. (laughs) (laughs) But squash is just like... Ugh, I don't want to drink squash. a squash, but it yeah. it tastes good. So it's like you get turned off from the name of it, from but it's name. actually really good. Hmm. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I had to. <laughs> don't you put, what do you put in a tequila sunrise? It's orange juice and grenadine. Okay. So can we call and it tequila. A, a bourbon sunrise? Almost. Yeah. But there's no rise. <laughs> <laughs> bourbon sun? Bourbon sun. <laughs> Bourbon sun. It doesn't really flow. Okay, whatever. I'm going to leave it at bourbon squash. Yeah. Even though that doesn't flow either, but I guess. If you guys are making this at like your your cocktail parties, just name it whatever you want. Because bourbon squash ain't going to hit at your cocktail party. No, unless it's like a fall theme. Maybe that's why. Because, you know, we do the squash. You know what? You know. Okay. Pumpkin. It's not pumpkin spice, but it's squash. <laughs> so I see where they're going with it because it does put you in the mind of fall, mm-hmm. but you could still name it something else. Mm. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. And that was straight from Maker's Mark's website. So. Dear Maker's Mark, <laughs> I don't have any names right now at this moment because I've already had my bourbon squash. <laughs> But if you call me and bring me on your team, I can come up with some way better names Listen. for these drinks. Yeah. 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 Because that one didn't hit, guys. Sorry. <laughs> the drink was awesome. Name didn't hit. Call me. I got you for real. 
<laughs> so how was your weekend? It was good. So still working on my costume. <sighs> I wish you guys could see this costume <laughs> that she has going over here. It When I say elaborate, <laughs> somebody plays no games when it comes to Halloween. This you play no games. This is Because it's like, you know, the combined birthday party, big birthday coming up. It big is. Big birthday coming up. It mm. is. It is monumental. It's not big. We're just going to say it's monumental. Okay. Right? This one is going down in the record books. Yes. So it's just been that. I mean, I hung out, had a good time. You know, relaxed this weekend. Went to go see Birth of a Nation. If you have not gone to support this movie, I encourage everyone to go see this. I second that. It's a must-see. Absolutely. It is a must-see. And I'm not talking about on your fire stick, because I know all y'all got the fire stick. And Listen. I wish they could figure out how to keep that particular movie oh. off the fire stick so you guys could go see but it. But you know you don't have a good copy on fire stick. It's the first Thanks. weekend out. Go, go pay that and $7. And even $11. if you somehow finagled your way into a free screening, because uh-huh. I know everybody <laughs> and their cousin was sending me like, it's a screening. Okay, well, I'm going to pay my money and go see it. It's not right. that deep. This man raised that money to put this movie out for us. Like, come on, people. Please go see it. Yeah. And even if you can't go see it, if you don't have time, just go online and buy two tickets. Yes. Support the movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it'll be a good use of your $20. Right. So we always want to boycott Target and Walmart and all these other places. Put your money where your mouth is. Support yes. your own. Yes. Yes. And yes. And it is a good film, mm-hmm. despite what... Ugh. The naysayers. I don't know if they're getting paid to say this. You know, I just feel like that I walked out of that movie with a different perspective. And probably not the one people are thinking. And I'm yeah. not going to do a spoiler alert. I'm not going to tell you. I think most people who project the negativity either on their blogs or on social media or whatever, I don't think they're doing it um because they think they're going to receive some money from it. Mm-hmm. I think they do it because they know it's it's good clickbait, right? So right. It's, it's, it's salacious. It's salacious enough headline to make people click on it, whether deep down inside you believe it or not. And that's the society that we live in. And But then that's still, you may not get money, but you're getting something from it. So you're still using Yeah, you're the trying negative. to get views on right. your page. And, Absolutely. But. I'm not here for it. I mean, <laughs> so I watched um, 13th this oh, weekend. the documentary on Netflix. I need to watch that, too. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, we watched it as a family. Uh-oh. How so, you know, um, my daughter is currently taking civics. Okay. You know, sophomore year in high school, so she's taking civics. So she kind of, you know, is coming into it like, I know the 13th Amendment, Mm -hmm. mom. I know all the amendments and I know everything. And, (laughs) you know, just kind of like, I don't want to be sitting on the sofa watching this with you guys guys. right now. Right. I could be doing something very teenager-ish. Like painting my nails. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Yes. Making eyeshadow because that's what she does. She makes eyeshadow. (laughs) Um, So she was just like, wow. Really? Like. You're learning a very high level view mm-hmm. of politics and government and, yep. and U.S. history in school. But when you really see the effects of how, um, you know, how just someone passing a particular law and just putting in one sentence of language. Right. Can have this, this, you know, centuries long effect on a, on a particular people, mm-hmm. your people. It was just like, it was, it was great to see that before Birth of a Nation okay. because it gave me the perfect parallel from the prison system and slavery. Did she go to the movies to see it with you? No, she okay. didn't. Uh uh-uh. uh. She should. Mm-hmm. But I needed to see how graphic it was yeah. first. <laughs> and it was it was pretty graphic. I mean, I'm not a horror flick chick though. So no, I don't I don't watch yeah, scary movies. I don't want to see any of that, but it you had to see it. Like yeah. you had to see it. Or it had to be in the movie, rather, because I closed my eyes. (laughs) And and it really just made me think, like, you know, the statistics that one in three black men will go to jail or prison at some point in their lifetime. And it's like, you know, if you think about three men that, you know, three close men to you, knowing that one of them will either go to jail or already has been in jail. Mm -hmm. And then when you look at those men and it's like, 
but that's my daddy or that's my brother or that's my cousin or that's Mm -hmm. my uncle and how much more of an impact he could have made on his family if you weren't in prison and then understanding that a part of it is race and another part of it is um, economic status and right and just the laws like isn't Obama trying to overturn some cases that for African Americans for drugs that Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, and That's he's pardoned fine. a lot. I think he's pardoned more people in his term than any other president okay. before. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know, when you look at it from as a woman in a relationship with a black man who has a black brother and a black yeah. father, yeah. and it just makes you really think twice about some of the negative stereotypes and the negative perceptions that we have had about black men. Um and allowing society and mainstream media to continue to kind of perpetuate those mm-hmm. stereotypes. And not that the onus is solely on women to protect men or stand up for, for the black man or whatever, but it's like, if, if the entire world is beating down on the black man, I don't need to add to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of, been like I guess my takeaway from a lot of these movies and and the recent events and it's like I struggle as a black woman I struggle in society I I have stuff that I have to deal with but I'm also not a black man and it doesn't behoove me or him to say anything disparaging or negative or whatever Mm -hmm. it's just it I don't benefit from it. Nobody benefits from it. So I would just caution. I and, completely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Ask women to just think twice. If if you haven't had a positive experience with a black man, trust me, I get it. But continuing to kind of spew mm-hmm. that negativity and label all black men. Right. It's not helpful. Not at all. Nope. Yeah. Well, so I'm that was my takeaway from the weekend. Awesome. You know. Yeah. It was a deep weekend. <laughs> it was. It was. And we had time to watch a ton of movies because of the freaking hurricane. Yes. So, yeah. Like, what? What did I watch? <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer has a new stand I saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, you have nothing to do when you have run thoroughly. I, again, I told you I watched the 30 for 30 oh, about yes. the Orlando Magic. Girl, you yes. know my Netflix was dry. I was like... <laughs> there and so, like what else is there i know you watch luke cage did you watch daredevil or jessica jones Mm-mm, not yet so that's what i was doing this weekend watching season one of daredevil oh i've seen daredevil okay. i'm sorry i've seen daredevil uh, yeah i love luke cage i was yeah. thoroughly entertained by that daredevil i was i just felt like it didn't keep my attention mm. i just was like okay yeah, all right whatever like it was just in my opinion hard to follow I thought it was okay. It just, I'm not a right. comic book and that's kind probably, of. Yeah, because I was just like, okay, and whatever. Like, so what's I like the Luke point? because it's black. <laughs> it's black. It had a true storyline that I could completely follow. Mm-hmm. Like, But anyway, so I just finished season one of Daredevil. I watched like one episode of Jessica Jones and felt the same way. Again, maybe I'm just being biased because they're not black, but I doubt it. <laughs> I'm always biased, so <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's just even hers. I was just like, oh, maybe because I watched Luke Cage first, and I just liked the way they laid the story out. Mm-hmm. So you know, but yeah, and Monday, you know, I didn't have to work, so I was loving that. Loving it. I'm loving it. Yeah. Anyway, so what are we talking about this week? We are talking about. <laughs> that you have no type of love. <laughs> I don't know why this entire topic just like it's so taboo and like um not discussed a lot. It's really not. But it clearly is way more common. So, we're talking about polyamorous relationships. Yes. And I think really breaking down what those really are, because even for me, when I hear that, I immediately think swingers. And based on a couple articles and definitions, that is still, in my opinion, still pertains, but in the official, it's not. 
So, what's the what's the, the official official definition of polyamory? So it's the practice of or desire for intimate relationships where individuals may have more than one partner with knowledge and consent by all people, like every all parties involved. So would this be what we consider to be an open relationship? Yes. And I think the key in this is mm-hmm. that everyone is in agreement that it's open. So a married couple decides that it is okay for them to be in an open relationship. The wife goes to get a boyfriend. The husband goes to get a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Everybody in agreement means the boyfriend knows. knows that there is a husband and the, the girlfriend, girlfriend knows, knows there's, there's a wife and the husband knows about the boyfriend and the girlfriend knows it. Like everyone's on the same page about this relationship. Okay. And I saw like one of the articles <laughs> where it basically said, you're not in a polyamorous relationship unless you can bring that other person to Thanksgiving dinner and mm. with the family. You know what I mean? Like it's just a known thing. Huh. So there's no. So it is. So it's, it's, it is like sister wives, like polygamy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Polygamy completely. You know what I find interesting about polygamy though? Like whenever I see it, um, of course I haven't grown up with anybody who was in that type of family. I think maybe the difference between polygamy or like these sister wives type of situations and polyamory is that the wife, like in polygamy, it seems like the wife doesn't have any outside relationships other than the one husband. You're right. Yeah. No, you're right. So it's I like would one say man, multiple women. Yes, but not. Um, but they don't have like boyfriends or like right. lovers or whatever. So that would be the difference. But they are fully aware of the other wives. That's yeah. The, that's probably the similarity. Yeah. <sighs> But even in a polyamorous relationship, just because I know my boyfriend or husband has other mates doesn't mean that I have to have other mates as well. Okay. And I think it goes It would just be you saying that you're okay with, with it. Yes. It's all you need is the consent. So if we had the conversation and he's like, well, I want to have other partners and I say, okay, but I still need to say, just, that doesn't just imply that I am going to have other partners. Oh, so you still then have to double back and say, Absolutely. hey, Bobby, I'm actually, I'm actually interested in going to see Ronnie at work because right. he's fine. <laughs> Are you good with that? Yes. So with any relationship and probably more so with the polyamorous relationship, communication is key. Like you have to be clear on what the situation is and timing. I mean, to me, I can't deal with more than one person. (laughs) Yeah. That seems like a lot. I guess I want to know like to the core, what, what is it that they desire? Like I read in an article, one gentleman said, well, he's in a polyamorous relationship. He's married to a woman, but he is bisexual and because of that, his wife can't fulfill all oh, of his mm-hmm. desires, right? Which is not really true, but okay. Well, he says she doesn't have a penis or a beard. Is what well, he said. Well, she could freaking strap it on. Well, maybe he don't want that. I'm maybe sure he doesn't. You know? But I mean, I, so it goes to say, if she's willing to allow that, okay. But I wonder, so it seems as if to be in a polyamorous relationship if this is separate from swinging, mm-hmm. right? Because swinging to me just says that you are purely interested in sex. Right. I, I don't, I don't understand the difference then. If this is a man saying, well, I'm bisexual and I am interested in having a sexual relationship with a man, but I am a married, a married to a woman mm-hmm. and she can't provide that for me. Then how is that different from you just being a swinger? Well, I think with swingers, it's more of a, a couple thing. So we're a couple looking for another couple to kind of swap partners with. So you're kind of doing it as a, as a kind of a group situation. Like an orgy. Yes. But <sighs> we're in a polyamorous relationship. I listen, I got this date. 
with Chuck. Be back in like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Call you later. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Yeah, honestly. That I mean, from what I've read. Because again, me? No, I, I can't. I can barely date more than one dude at one time because you know what? My time is not set up that way. I'm trying to gain like an understanding of the core to me and not trying to place judgment on anybody else's life. But to me, it just gives me like you just want it all. You just want everything. You just want everything under the freaking sun. And it's like... It it reminds me so much of like this new age parenting where like you don't want your kid to be a loser and every kid that participates get like a participation ribbon. No. If look Johnny didn't win, he, he doesn't didn't. get anything. Like right. you just you can't have You got the jersey, everything. right? You, you keeping the jersey and you got something. And you don't even get yeah. no, you don't get to pick your number because you didn't like right. you're not varsity. No, so, I agree with that. But it's just like, oh, okay, so I met this one woman and I like her and um I'm into her or whatever, but because she can't fulfill all of my hopes, wishes, dreams, and desires, then I get to go parse out, you know, five other people mm-hmm. and you know, Julie gives me a little of this and, and Jessica gives me a little of that and yeah. It just I <laughs> But the thing is you wouldn't have this situation if there wasn't someone out there willing to participate in it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. as long as you have someone allowing you to have every piece of cake flavor with the different icing. Do you think it's possible to give all of yourself and not, and I say all of yourself, but I don't think you can really like realistically give all of yourself to your partner, but give your relationship 110% and give that same 110% to another relationship. Absolutely not. And that's why for me, I can't date more than one person. Like it's hard enough for me to keep up with what you're telling me. And yeah, yeah, no. So it seems as if the people agreeing to it are basically saying, I'm okay with getting a half portion. Yeah. Yeah, A portion, a portion Mm -hmm. of a partner. Well, but you asked, you have to also think, are they also having multiple partners? Because if that's the case, then they're getting fulfilled too somewhere else. So think of it like this. You're in a relationship with this guy, right? And you have the best time when you go out and, you know, great conversation, but you like to dance and he can't dance. Mm-hmm. So you go to this club where you either, let's say tango, Mm -hmm. but you have another partner, like you have a dedicated partner that you tango dance with Mm -hmm. and that's purely what it's for. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like the same thing. We go out, we date, we have maybe my man, whatever. We go to dinner, we have sex, but then when I want to dance, I'm not with you. I'm with him. So to me, that still goes back to just being like a swinger mentality to yeah. me because it's not a fulfilling relationship. It mm-hmm. is purely just this one thing. Like maybe I just want someone who can, you know, rub my feet a particular way or whatever. That's not a relationship to me. And but- I don't know how you build the level of intimacy that I think. Lawrence in a relationship. Yeah. And I don't want to say your relationship has to have a certain level of intimacy, but I haven't met anybody who doesn't want that. So there are different types of polyamory too, though. Oh, Lord. So there's... They got a polyamory book. (laughs) No. Polyamory for dummies. This is probably... this is A starter's guide to polyamory. (laughs) All the information. (laughs) What is it? Polyamory for dummies. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. And they got like three different versions of it, Mm -hmm. like an advanced... (laughs) So this, I read this in this article, um, Polyamory, Open Relationships and Hall Passes, A Guide to Non-Monogamy by Girl on the Net. So, oh, but we skipped over that poly day. So there is a day. So yes, you, not only do you have National Smile Day and National Coffee Day and National okay, Hamburger National Day. National Day like last week. Yeah. Goodbye. So... <laughs> Poly Day was on October 8th, and it's a day aimed at celebrating non-monogamy. But I didn't see anyone posting about that on Instagram. Of course. <laughs> Again, it's this is such a taboo subject. You're not going to see that. But this is the thing. So would you, and I know, you I'm wanna jumping be, off. You want to do it and be so proud of it, but then you really don't want anybody to know. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. But it's also, so dudes, instead of being open 
with what you want, you're mm-hmm. willing to lie and cheat. So what's the difference? Would you rather be lied and cheated on or would you rather someone be like, look, this is what I need in a situation. I need more than one mate. And let me, so let me, I'll leave you with that. Let me marinate on that. For yeah, a no, go ahead. And I'm gonna go through the, I'll go through the different types. What type? So, <laughs> so the different types are one, the occasional hall pass negotiates one night stands on the side. And we've all heard about that with mm-hmm. Toya and Mickey. What, what's his name? Whatever. Bleak. Huh? No, not Memphis Bleak. No. Memphis Hits. Yeah, Memphis Memph- Hits. Memph- Memph- Mickey, I think. Yeah, him. Child. Occasional Whatever. hall pass. And there's a movie about that, but I never saw it, but okay. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> the primary part, you have a primary partner, but casual casual sex with others. So that's, to me, purely about sex. Okay. And then you have live with more than one partner. Think, you know, like we said, Hugh Hefner, who has his harem of women. Right? Literally a harem is what it is. Yeah. And then it's both romantic and sexual relationships with a number of people. So there's different levels to this. Okay. So you could... Like you could be a quote unquote single man, like you're not married mm-hmm. and you have multiple girlfriends, but because they all know that you have multiple girlfriends and it's, it's like, cheating. okay, yes. and that's not cheating. So it's not cheating because you're not breaking a rule because the rule would be yes. you saying we are um, um, exclusive yes. in a monogamous relationship. But then you're out here dating all these other women cheating. Yes. So would I rather be in an exclusive relationship, but he is lying and cheating behind my back, or would I rather him ask me or introduce the idea of polyamory? I would prefer him introduce the idea so then I have the opportunity to decline. Because if you just meet a guy, I have nothing to lose. We're on date number two, and you tell me you are into this lifestyle. What if you're lifestyle? not on date number two, though? What if you're on year four? Oh, then it's a problem. Because if you've been... Or wait, let me ask you. He's just wanting to turn into this? Or... No, like, but you're giving me I'm the situation. Saying like, like if today mm-hmm. my man was like, so I want to you know, explore this polyamory and mm-hmm. because I feel like I can't be faithful or whatever. So has he already been cheating? Do you know what I mean? That opens up so many questions for me. Is this why do you even want to try this lifestyle? Do you even know what this lifestyle is about? <laughs> I think for me, it would be me trying to figure out whether or not knowing that how I answer his request is going to determine whether or not we stay together. Mm-hmm. But this I would is the have thing. to work through that. It would be like a breakup to me because I personally wouldn't want to engage to in, in it, mm-hmm. right? So it would feel like me trying to work through a breakup. Yes, because that's what I'm saying. Like, I would prefer you give me that, be clear with mm-hmm. me so that I can decide. Because again, I have, that's at that point, I can decide if I want to allow this or not. You know what I think the crazy thing is, though? Like, thinking on it, I think if I were cheated on, like, if if I'm married and I get cheated on, and then my husband is like, I just don't think, you know, I just have these desires for Sally Sue or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I still love you and I'll be married to you, but I want to date Sally Sue, too. I think that probably would lead me to be more open to it. Than if it were us living a monogamous relationship and then him saying, well, I want to be polyamorous. That's what I mean. Because to me, I feel like I can't trust you at this point because I'm thinking you've been doing this. Yeah. So it is like, yes, that's what I'm saying. If you bring it to me at the beginning, because let me, I'm again, I'm not familiar with this whole situation. Hey, it might work out better for me too. (laughs) But I'm saying if I already get cheated on. Because I don't know. I, I feel like if you already get cheated on and you know he cheats. If you're married and uh-huh. you get cheated on and you find out, okay, yes. it, it comes out. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes out, he's like, I want to be in an open relationship because I can't curb right. this desire. Yeah. I think then I probably would be more open to it 
than if it were we're just living willy nilly okay. in a monogamous relationship, and, and I'm thinking everything just, is all good, right. and then one day out of the blue. But that's what I mean. So out of the blue, I feel like you've been cheating on me. I just haven't caught you. Maybe. And but if he honestly says I haven't, but I may. So instead of me breaking the rules, the I want to change the rules. So what's the difference? And then from you being married and knowing he's been cheating or you catch him cheating. Um, because I think then I would, I think then I would be faced with him cheating would cause me to, to have to decide whether or not I want to stay with him. And mm-hmm. if I decide to stay with him, then I, you know what I mean? Then it's like, well, you already know this thing is going to happen. Like it's, right. it has already happened. Mm-hmm. It's not like a what if kind of situation. It's like, oh no, it has happened. So now you get to make an actual decision based on things that have already occurred versus a, a what if. But because you could say even, no to the to the open relationship, but now you have to live with the what ifs because you never caught him cheating because he said he didn't cheat. You know what I mean? Like then you would be living in a space of what if if your yeah. husband came to you and said, I'm interested in being in an open relationship. And then mm-hmm. you say, well, have you ever cheated on me? And he says, no, but I'm just interested in this. But why? And then you say, I mean, yeah. whatever reason, like okay. him, he gives you a reason. And then you say, well, if I say no, are you going to do it anyway? And he says, no, it it has to be. Like an agreement, right? right? So then you say no, but now you're living thinking <laughs> he's out there cheating. He's, yeah, because yeah, it's cheating. like okay. now you're living in this what if kind of mindset. Like, well, I said no, but now I got to check your phone every five minutes because I think you're doing. You know what I mean? But I, well, for me, I just feel like if you're asking that, it's for a reason. So. Yeah. I have to decide regardless if I think he's going to do it, if he's going to. If I say yes or no, because again. But would you trust him if you say no and he says, oh, okay, that's fine. No, but I honestly don't even know if I would be able to continue in that relationship because of that. Because again, you, with this, with a polyamorous relationship, trust and honesty is huge. Yeah, that's but what I'm saying. But if I can't, but this is your husband, you would have yeah. trust with him though. It's right. like if you ask your husband, can we go, can we go spend a thousand dollars on this, you know, new TV? And he's like, no. And then I'm sure he's not thinking, well, she's going to go buy it anyway because she asked me for it. So I know she wants it. Now he's got to look at every credit card statement. A, I think it's a little different. It's a little different, but it's slightly. Because he's going to see that damn television in the house. It's slightly different. But I'm saying, though, but that's that same level of like you're asking because it's, I'm inquiring mind. to see if this is a possibility. If you tell yeah. me it's not a possibility, oh, okay then. Well, I'm the type, well, it may be in the back of my mind, but I feel like it's always in the back of my mind in any relationship. Not that I'm insecure. It's just the possibility. Hell, I mean, it could happen. So if I haven't felt like I've been cheated on or mm-hmm. if I haven't felt like I, I feel like it won't, change the way I feel about the relationship necessarily uh-huh. unless his behavior like if his actions I mean come on yeah I'm saying if, if everything person, if everything stays the same though like he been straight and narrow and then he just stay, come home one day almost like he been no, looking in a vacation that. magazine but no but I'm saying right because he could have read this article <laughs> yeah. and been like oh wait let me ask my wife about you this you went to that yeah and then you're like uh, no no and so, he's like, okay I was just asking <laughs> right but then you have to trust yeah. That it won't happen. But if you start feeling or seeing signs of it, then you need to bring it back up. Because if he's going to lie, then it's cheating. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then, you know, you have to really. Yeah. I always say never say never. Right. But I don't know what, uh, I mean, I don't know what a polyamorous relationship would really look like in real life. I don't want to look at Sally Sue in my house. She can't come Listen, here. Um, I mean, right. I don't know if y'all going to like buy another house somewhere else or something. But that's the thing. So one of the guys you know, that- Her kids aren't my kids. <laughs> they not like coming over my house. I'm yeah. not picking them up for sleepovers and stuff. Mm. No. But that's one of the things the guy said. He was like, people still become jealous. Even if you agree to this relationship, you're still going to be jealous because- mm-hmm. It could be something that you wanted to do together, 
And he just, he can't because, you know, I got plans with Sally. You know Sally you gets Tuesday. don't know how you're going to feel about something until it actually happens. Yes. You can say into your blue in the face. Oh, I'm good with oh, that. I yeah. wouldn't care about my man being with another woman or whatever. Or, or I would be open to a threesome or whatever. But until you are actually in that position and you have to look at another person with the person that you love mm-hmm. so dearly and you have your committed to for the rest of your yeah. life you don't know how you're gonna feel but that's why it goes both ways i wish a dude would come to me talking about poly. oh yeah you want to do this oh because i'm gonna do it too <laughs> and i'm gonna do it better than you though <laughs> that's a, that is the thing you know when the person who introduces it is like no i don't want to do this anymore because oh, you've taken it too far <laughs> right i'm sure i did <laughs> taught your ass a lesson i hope <laughs> Like he might have brought home a six. Oh, but I'm bringing home a 10. Listen, I'm trying to find me a good 15. (laughs) I'm going to make this a real uncomfortable situation. (laughs) Like, oh, that's all you could get was her. Hey, that's my, you know, I'm sorry, player. But I found um, Johnny Stallion over here. (laughs) In the kitchen cooking in his drawers. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, what'd he do? Oh, no, he's just, you know, he works for a hedge fund. He's worth a couple of billion. It's just some slight, but oh, I I see you and Sally. You guys look cute together. Oh, it's It's the secretary from your office? Oh, she's cute. Oh, listen. She could drop a couple, but she cute though. Who who won't (laughs) be petty? She cute in the face. Be so petty with it. Oh, it wouldn't last long. <laughs> it would not. Because I feel like women, we're more forgiving. Yeah. We are more accepting of certain certain situations. But I feel like men, you cross that. Like like you said, with um, polygamy, where it's usually just the husband with these multiple mm-hmm. wives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they don't want to see another man up in their space. I would love to see more articles because even in, in the research... It was all from the men's It was all from the man's perspective. Yeah. So I would love to see women who either introduced it, again, like uh, Monique. So I thought she said... Okay, go ahead. So, well, <laughs> she said that she was the one who introduced the idea of an open relationship to her husband. I think her husband's name is Sydney. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Because she had, you know, been in the world of Hollywood and she understands how it is and just maybe she felt like she couldn't 100% commit for sure that she would be monogamous with Mm -hmm. him. Um, And he agreed. So I would just be curious to, to hear a woman who, who was the one to introduce it and then a woman saying, well, I have two husbands. Right. Because you just don't see that. And I think historically this dynamic of women being property of men and men being more dominant over women and, you know, in some cases women just want a piece of a man or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just, I'm used to that dynamic. So I want to see it on the other side. So I just pulled up an article. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Um, says, my name is Kitty Chambliss. I'm an advocate for the choice for all human beings, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I am a married polyamorous woman mm-hmm. who lives with both her husband of eight years and her boyfriend of four years. You better get it, boo. Get it, Kitty. It is an unusual, charming, and oftentimes challenging choice. But for me, it has been less of a choice and more of a statement about who I am inside. All right now. Okay. Oh, Who are wow. you inside, Kitty? Right. So she grew up in a Catholic school setting, um, taught that sex was dirty, only for procreation. Uh, wow. Yeah, see, it, it's stuff like that. I don't understand how you being in this polyamorous relationship leads from a space of sex. So, Well, she said, so she considered herself a cheating serial monogamous for much of her dating life in her 20s and beyond. So maybe it's that when you just know Deep down, I'm not going to be faithful to you. And why do you need to get married? Right. Now, yes. But if she's, I'm sure she told this man that before they got married. And he agreed. what's the benefit of being married, though? Tax breaks. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. I second that. (laughs) 
insurance. <laughs> right. <laughs> he died, get the money. I don't Benefits. Know. Yes. <laughs> because nobody is stopping her from sleeping with whoever she wants, from mm-hmm. traveling with who she wants, from going to dinner with who she wants, from having kids with who she wants. Nobody, right. like, there's no law. Nobody's stopping you from doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, okay, you were in these serial monogamous relationships so why don't you just stop being in In these monogamous relationships and just sleep with whoever you want and hang out with whoever you want Mm -hmm. i think it is because to the core people desire that higher level of intimacy and i just don't think you can get that with multiple people but that's my personal opinion i just i think we all desire just that longing to have your person this Mm -hmm. is my person i can laugh with cry with whatever travel with Mm -hmm. I just don't think you can truly get to that higher level of intimacy with multiple people. How can you? You are spreading yourself so thin. Yeah. I Really? Like, if if something super funny happens at work, who do you call? Mm-hmm. You, like, do you call the boyfriend or do you call the husband? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or, you know... Hey, this is this is actually like a really good example. Your work gives you like some, some two tickets to I don't know a really like awesome sold out show. Let's mm-hmm. say like <laughs> Hamilton or something. You got two tickets. Who you calling first? <laughs> I'm sure the husband. Husband or the boyfriend? Unless the tickets fall on a night. I'm told to be with the boyfriend. No. I'm like- <laughs> And then what happens? What happens if the husband has been wanting to see Hamilton, but it's boyfriend night though. And it's like, you got to communicate. Oh, I can't. So we can't hang out tonight. Cause I got to take my husband to the show. Cause right. he like, who gets priority husband, the one you're married to. I don't know. And if you're not married to either one of them, who gets priority? I always I wonder know. that with like sister wives. Like, well, they have schedules. I mean, they're a strict, they, I don't, I feel like in, in this article, it said time management is very important. I don't want love on a schedule, but that's, I don't care if it's you're not in this relationship and that's why it wouldn't work for you. I don't, I don't (laughs) think this really works for anybody. I think people just suffer through it. Like I don't like, I just think people just suffer through stuff because they either are super used to it. Well, so I don't know who I had this conversation with. (laughs) One of my crazy friends. I'm sure. Yeah. And they're like, yes, absolutely. Let's get somebody up in here to help me clean and help me do this. And I'm not having sex with you every night. So I guess when you're married, there it comes a time when you would like some help. I don't believe it. <laughs> okay. Tell your friend. Well, I'm going to tell day her. And I'm going to tell you who told me when we go off the air. Her husband come home with another woman named Julie. Mm-hmm. And Julie is the epitome of everything physically that his wife is not. That's, well, that's, that's number one. Because yeah, he's going to go get problem. a clone of you. Why? He already got you, right? <laughs> right. So he's going to go get, if she's, you know, she, he's, tall he's and going thin, to get everything you're not, basically. She might be petite and curvy, mm-hmm. right? So now you got to look at this woman. Now you like, well, oh, so that's what you really like? Because that's going to be first thing somebody might thing. <laughs> I, I mean, and I'd, I'd love to know how many. African Americans practice this because I'm sure it's probably some. I'm sure. Oh, again. So I told you about on the Newlyweds show that oh, comes on Bravo. Oh, yeah, they are black, huh? Yes, mm. Paul Mooney's son. So his grandson is on the show, but he has issues with his father, which is Paul Mooney's son, is in a polyamorous relationship. Wait, wait. wait. So Paul Mooney, the the comedian. Yes, okay. his son is polyamorous. His son is polyamorous. Yeah. So his grandson is has the, an issue with his father. Okay. Yes. Because his grandson is the one actually like a on newlywed on the show or whatever. Okay. But he has an issue with his father because of the polyamorous relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's good happening out there. Mm-hmm. But is his wife black too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, his girlfriends, so? I'm unclear if he's married to any of them. Okay. But yeah, they're all black. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's clearly happening in our communities. It would not happen in my community, as in my house. <laughs> so don't get no damn ID. <laughs> you know, if I, I could see a wife feeling like, hmm, a I relief would be good. Yes. But the reality of it is completely different. I, like you said, yeah. I mean, when you see it in action, because then it's always, well, he's real playful and cutesy with her, mm-hmm. but I, I don't see that side of you. Mm-hmm. 
Because you are different in different relationships. You are so different with each person you're in a relationship or with. Or if you've given over your duties or some of the things that you you might not like, but you identify with, mm-hmm. right? So when you give those duties over, let's say it's something as simple as cooking. And you're like, child, if I don't have to cook again, whatever. But now, you know, Julianne coming in here. Gourmet and chefing up shit in And the then he comes home one night and it's like, oh... Oh, babe, you cooking? No, that's okay. I want Julianne to make her special Ooh. macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Child, you're not telling me somebody ain't getting cut. You're not telling me somebody is not getting cut. But that's, I take offense yeah. when the two people who live in my house don't want to eat my food. <laughs> when they look at it like, when when to eat quinoa. What is that? <laughs> I like I get offended because I know I put in time and energy and, yeah. and the love and care because I want to care for them. I want them to right. have healthy food. Mm-hmm. But I get offended. And I still complain that I have to cook though. <laughs> so not saying that cooking is the you know the sole role of a woman, but whatever that thing is that you've You've right. taken on and you give it away to somebody else. There's going to be some jealousy involved oh, with absolutely. that. Absolutely, I think so. I mean, and don't again. let her do it better than you. Mm-mm. You know, yeah. Or what happens when it's like maybe he has sex with you know wife number one on Monday and Tuesday, and then he got to go out of town for work on your days, so then you don't get none. <laughs> yeah. Or he's tired and got a headache on your days, mm-hmm. but you know he was okay for her days, right? Bruh, like what's what up? That? Like I'm gonna need you to pop a pill. Like I don't care, right? You want to be in this relationship? Let me get this wig. When you come home, I'm gonna be somebody else, <laughs> whoever you need me to be. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, I'm not. I you can't have more than one woman in the household. Wait, I'm hold sorry. on. So in a polyamorous relationship. Are the two extra people also in a relationship together? No. So if you're a man and you have two, a wife and a, a girlfriend, are mm-hmm. they in relationship together too? I guess it's a possibility. Child, that just got like that real serious. Right. <laughs> but that's almost like when people, oh, let's have this threesome. And then whoever you bring in, the person that introduces the situation gets kind of cut out because the other two finds more interest in each other than you. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like the same thing. But yeah, I could totally see that though. If let's say it's a man and two women, Mm -hmm. right? And if it's a man and his wife or girlfriend, and then he has to probably be the one to go out to seek the third person if it's for him, right? Mm -hmm. If he's the one who introduced it. So he has some natural attraction to to the third person, which is why he picked her. But then that leaves the wife or girlfriend. She's attracted to her man. She's not into this woman necessarily. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, uh, or she's into the woman, but the woman might not be into her Mm. because she didn't come for her. She came for the husband. So then it just gets tricky. But then I think, because I've seen, and I'm sure it's probably not this way in real life, but like on movies and shows. (laughs) Even on Sex in the City, they had it where um, Charlotte was dating this guy and I think he kind of asked her about having mm-hmm. a threesome. And then when they would be at parties and stuff, and they'd be like, what about her? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they choose together. Okay. Well, that makes yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Taking it on together. Because mm-hmm. um, I guess it is a group activity. Mm. Yeah, I can't say that. Um, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> again. You know, ask me again when I get 55. Listen. Are you married for like 10 years? I mean, you know. I might be down for whatever when I get 60. <laughs> Might be like, sure. <laughs> Somebody want me at sixty years old. Yeah. What? I can have a husband and a boyfriend. Okay. Listen, like, right. I'm sixty. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Again, I'm yeah. not surprised more older people aren't doing this. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that that is why Hugh Hefner is doing it. You know First what? Because he has the money and these little bras. I mean, he, but that's oh, the thing. and Hugh Hefner is like, and, oh, okay, girl, you don't want to be on the team. Bye, bye. We're gonna replace you. Get some auditions. Line them up. Yeah, please line them up. I yeah, like. and that's the thing. It's like you are definitely replaceable. Yeah. But I heard he got married. I think he married one of the women. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. But does that mean the other ones moved out? Yeah, I'm sure they did it. <laughs> because again, if I decide to marry you, I already know what it is. 
Yeah. You are in a polyamorous relationship. You got like five women living in this house. You think she got married for the benefits and the insurance? Yep. Sign if, me up. If she married Hugh Hefner with a prenup, child, I'm a slapper. Right. Like, like why? Why marry him? You, you getting that? the benefit? I mean, I mean, yeah. No, that makes no sense. It it is definitely interesting because I've seen episodes of Kendra where she would talk about mm-hmm. um, Hugh. And she really had this affinity for him. Like, mm. I'm not gonna call it love. It, okay, as gross as it's gonna sound, it also, it, it really kind of came off like a fatherly kind of grandfather yeah. type yeah. of, mm-hmm. yeah, affection. It, yeah. yeah, it was weird. I don't know. But I think a lot of those women are also being pulled out of situations and giving, given yeah. more, you know, just yeah. a different lifestyle. So. They kind of feel grateful or whatever for that, but I mean, know. I guess, girl, pimps do the same thing. Uh, but that don't hello, make it okay, right? I'm, you know, I'm good on the polyamory, but I would love, I want some more perspective on this. I want to talk to some women who are in it. I want to talk to some black people who are in yeah. it. Look, you can be an anonymous. Send us an email. Yes, drink to a dot com. Wait, drink to a married at gmail dot com. Yeah, I've been drinking. Just like. I'm curious. I just want to know all sides of it. I want to do the research. I just want to see mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. Definitely give us your yeah. feedback on the topic, too. What's, Tell what are your I'm thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong for thinking you can't spread yourself that thin and Listen. truly be intimate with, with more than one person? Am I wrong? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Anyway. Well, so this wraps <laughs> up another episode of Drink to Remarry. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Yes, we'll be talking about family members or friends moving where? Moving here. Moving in. Mm, how far is too far when opening up your home to your family and your friends? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to get into it. We definitely will be reaching out for your feedback on social media. So, I dare one person <laughs> in the African-American community to tell me they have never dealt with somebody trying to move in. List. I dare one person <laughs> to tell me that. So I'm, I am looking forward to this. Yeah. You guys find us on social media at drink to remarried. Um, hit us up via email, drink to remarried at gmail.com because I'm sure. Tell us your situation. Yes. We're tell here us your for story. you. <laughs> Ask us a question about it. We'll tell you all yes. about it. <laughs> so till the next time. Cheers. Cheers.